0: Hey, friends, this is Pastor Brian Worth. Thanks for listening to my latest sermon. Get more of my teachings on YouTube at Chapel of Change TV and tune in every Sunday on the radio on 99.5 FM for fresh hope. Let's give the Lord a hand, praise. Come on, we made it through another year. Come on, we made it through another year. We made it through another year come on you could do better than that God brought you through God brought you through God brought you through God brought you through 2022 God brought you through 2022 come on you went through hell and high water some of you went through tests and trials and mountains and valleys and rivers and but you made it You made it. We made it. I said we made it. We made it. One more time. Let's give the Lord a hand. Praise. We made it through 2022. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. See, don't get me in trouble. All right. Well, we want to welcome everybody to the house of the Lord on this first day of the year. You know, God is doing something in your life when you come to bring your first fruits of worship and praise and presence. To the house of the Lord. If this is your first time here, we're super excited that you're here. Make sure before you leave, you receive your gift that's in the lobby. Typically, we have two services here at our Paramount campus on Sundays, one at 10 a.m. and then one at 12:30. Now I was thinking we're what we call a multiplying church where we multiply services and churches, disciples, and ministries. And one of the reasons why we have multiple services is to reach new people, to reach more people for the kingdom of God. Someone shout, "Amen!" And I, we could we could have one big old service at Chapel of Change, but it would limit our outreach. It would limit our reach. So we sacrifice in different ways. To win souls and make disciples. That's what we're doing here at Chapel of Change. Winning souls and making disciples. Someone shout amen. Now I do have a a word from the Lord that I believe is going to strengthen somebody here today. Uh, This is going to be a different type of service. Uh, As you know, we have the anointing ceremony today. We don't usually go this long, uh, but you came all the way out to the house of the Lord for a word from God. And how many uh, are expecting a word from the Lord? Amen. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. Uh, at verse 31 Luke 22 verse 31 and I want to uh, welcome all those watching online let's make some noise for all those watching online wherever you're watching from God bless you thanks for tuning in every Sunday at 10 a.m. and twelve thirty online and Thursdays at seven fifteen. 15 uh, we worship the Lord I'm gonna eventually get to Luke 22 so keep your finger on there verse 31 but I want to start off by saying that I'm praying That you have a blessed 2023. I'm praying even more so that you have a fruitful 2023. And I cannot tell you everything you're going to face in 2023. I I wish I could, but I can't. But one thing is for certain. We all are gonna be tested in 2023. In some way, some form, we are gonna be tested. And that test is either gonna make you better or it's gonna make you bitter. That test is either gonna make you stronger or it's gonna make you weaker. That test is either gonna draw you closer to God. Or draw you further away from God. Someone shout amen. That test is going to either draw you closer to the house of the Lord. Or it's going to be a wedge between you and the house of the Lord. So I can't tell you everything that you're going to encounter in 2023. But one thing is for certain. You will be tested. And it's kind of funny because none of us likes tests. Nobody likes tests. You don't like having to break out your number two pencil. Remember back in the days? Got to use a number two. Why you always just got to be a number two? Why can't it be a number three? Nobody likes tests. But what's interesting is everyone wants to use things that are tested. Ain't that true? We don't like tests. But you sure enough like to use things that are tested. You want your airplane, plane, pilot, test it? I lay hands on every airplane I get on. I lay hands on every airplane I get on. You want to experience a miracle? Get up in that airplane, go up in that sky, and come back down. You just experience a miracle in Jesus' name. We don't like tests, but we like things that are tested. You want your doctor to be tested before he operates on you. Ain't that true? I hope you test drive that car before you buy it. It's only right. You want to test drive it. Get behind the wheel before you buy it. So nobody likes tests, but everybody wants to use things that are tested. I hope you test. Your boyfriend or girlfriend before you marry them. I hope you break out a big old test. Number two pencil and everything. You better ask some questions. Someone show you in. You better ask a lot of questions. Do you like to work? <laughs> Do you still like to party? Will you work after we're married? Are you only coming to church because I'm coming to church? If you can't say amen, say ouch. Will you keep coming to church after we married? I hope you ask a lot of questions. You got a secret bank account? How's your credit? Life is a series of tests. Life is a series of tests. Either you're in a test, coming out of a test, or you're about to enter another test. But life is a series of tests. And part of my role is to help you pass some tests in 2023. Like, it feels good to pass tests. Don't you agree? Like, I, I love when I do pass the test. Want to celebrate everything. And I, I'm tired of failing tests. I'm tired of failing tests. I want to pass some tests in 2023. Someone shout amen. amen. Today, we're going to look at this awkward exchange between our Lord Jesus and Apostle Peter. It's found in Luke chapter 22, verse 31 through 34. And it's, it's, it's a little bit awkward. It's pretty shocking. And it's somewhat scary it's a little bit scary Jesus has just finished the Lord's Supper he has his disciples with him he's about to go to the cross and he turns to Peter and he says something that is utterly shocking we're going to examine this in with the aim of helping us to prepare to pass some tests in life are you following along that's our goal of looking at this text. Help us to prepare to pre- pass some tests. Luke 22, verse 31. It says, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you. See, some of y'all, you just read, pass your Bible real fast, and you don't even soak it. Did you just hear what... The scripture said, did you just, can you just take that in for a second? How would you like if Jesus turned to you out of nowhere and says, hey, Satan has asked for you. I don't know about you, but I'll be like, what are you talking about? Why is he asking for me? What do I do? Come on. Don't just read fastly through your Bible. Think about what is being said. I mean, that's, that's kind of shocking. He turns around and says, Satan is asking. Now, he's not just thinking about you. That would have been bad itself. But he asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. That that sifting speaks of shaking. He wants to shake you to break you. He wants to shake you to uh, baffle you. He wants to shake you up. Verse 32, but I have prayed for you. Oh, y'all missed your opportunity to say amen. He didn't even give him an opportunity to think about what Satan just said, and he jumps right in it. Our Lord Jesus says and says, but I have prayed for you. Man, I'm telling you, when Jesus prays for you, you're going to win. I said, when Jesus prays for you, you're going to win. I don't care what you go through. I don't care how many times you stumble. I don't care what you face. When Jesus is praying for you, you're going to win. In fact, we won over 2022 because Jesus was praying for us. We won over 2022 because Jesus was praying for us. He says, I prayed for you that your faith, notice that word faith, should not fail. I, I want you to just point out, I'm just pointing out, something, he didn't say that your behavior may not fail, which is important, but he goes to the root, and he says that your faith may not fail, because as long as you got an ounce of faith, you can get back up, my brother. As long as you got an inkling of faith, as long as you got some fumes of faith, man, let them take my money, let them take my car, uh, let them take uh, whatever it may be. Just don't let them take your faith. As long as you got a fumes of faith, you could get back on your feet. You could bounce back up. In fact, you in the house of the Lord today on the first day of the year. Why? Because you got faith. At all the hell you went through in 2022, he messed around and left you with some faith. You held on to some faith, and now it has driven you to the presence of the Lord. Someone shout amen. amen. He said, I pray that your faith should not fail, and when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Now, I find that fascinating. He says, he says Jesus... I am ready, and we know that he was not, right? So impulsive that brother was, overconfident. Jesus did a little bit for his life, now all of a sudden he's going, I'm ready. No, you're not. I'm ready to get married. No, you're not. No, you're not so overconfident and we we are similar to that i've seen it in the last 10 years people come to the house of the lord because the world is you know sin is messed up it breaks us and and wears us out drives us to the to the dirt right and we come to the presence of the lord rightfully so uh, and and we, we we start to get some strength within us we start to get our feet up underneath us and all of a sudden we think we are ready all of a sudden we think we are ready no you're not all of a sudden, you think you don't got to go to church no more. All of a sudden, you think you ain't got to read your Bible no more. You got a little bit of strength in your, in your, in your legs, and now all of a sudden, you think you're ready. No, you're not. You got a little bit of money. You got $500 in your bank account now, and you think you're ready. No, you're not. You better not leave the presence of the Lord. You better not stop studying your Bible. I don't care how good of a job that was. You ain't ready. You better not stop praying. You better not stop uh, fellowshipping with the brethren. There's strength in here. There's power when you get together with your brother or your sister in the Lord. You better not stop going to Bible Kingsman discipleship, women's abide, just because you, you got some makeup on now. You got some aquanet now in your hair, and you think you got some. Sh- no, you're not. You ain't ready yet. Just keep keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep studying your Bible. Keep praying. In the Lord's timing, someone shout amen. amen. Verse 34, he said, then he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny me three times, not one time, but three times. That brother was overconfident that you know me. Now, as we face tests in 2023, I want to use this exchange between Jesus and Peter to help us pass some tests. I want to give you something to think about that I believe will strengthen your faith and help you uh, to overcome uh, and to pass some tests. Are you following along? Uh, The first thing that I would encourage us about, number one, someone say number one. Is don't let your old self take the test. I I want you to catch this. I need you to catch this. Okay. Don't let your old self take the test. So listen, when you came to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you surrendered your heart, you repented from your sins, uh, and you confessed Jesus as your Lord, you trusted in his salvation, his work on the cross, you became born again. A new you is emerging out of the ashes. The new you is emerging. But the, but, but the challenge is there's also an old you there. The challenge is there's also this flesh that is there. It's still there. He's still there. She is still there. Creeping. Waiting. And I, I, see, I see a play on words um, in this exchange between Jesus and Peter that I want to point out. And I don't remember reading about this. I think the Holy Spirit actually gave this to me directly. So I want to help you see that there's a play on words in this exchange. Just follow along so I want you to think. Listen, in verse 31... It says, Simon, Satan has asked for you. Did you catch that? It says, Simon, Satan has asked for you. But in verse 34, Jesus says, I tell you, Peter. Did you see what I seen? Am I tripping? There's a play on words going on in this exchange. Um, uh, Satan says, "Simon, Simon, I want you. I want you, Simon." Jesus says, "I'm talking to you, Peter. Peter, Peter. What? What? Well, I, I thought, I thought Simon and Peter were the same person." I thought Simon and Peter were the same person. Aren't aren't they the same person? Yes and no. Simon was the old Peter. Simon was the first that was the the old Peter. Jesus changed Simon's name to Peter several years before this exchange that he has uh, right now. In fact, in John chapter 1 verse 42, uh, years before this exchange, he says, You are Simon, son of Jonah. You will be called Peter. I want you to catch something here. Satan acts for Simon, Jesus talks to Peter. Simon was Peter's old name. Jesus had a, a changed Simon's name for, for, to, to Peter, and a name change in the Bible was a big deal. A name change in the Bible represented an identity change. It represented a character change. Listen, listen. Simon was the old Peter. That was the old man, the old self. Oh, hmm. Simon, you you remember that, brother, right? Simon was self-confident instead of God-confident. Simon was boastful. Simon slept while he should have been praying. And on top of that, the brother liked to cuss. (laughs) Brother had a foul mouth. And Satan doesn't fight fair. He doesn't fight fair. Satan came for Simon, not Peter. He called out Simon, not Peter. I want... I want Simon because I don't want Peter. I want Simon because I I used to hang out with that brother. I I want Simon because we used to get high together. I I want, uh, what's the girl version of Simon? I want Samantha because we used to go to club together. I don't want Peter. I want Simon because I know Simon is not going to pass this test. I know Simon's going to get rattled. I know I know Simon's going to respond in the flesh. I know Simon is not going to obey God. I don't I don't want Peter. Peter is the one that that Jesus transformed. Peter is the one that that Jesus named him Peter. I don't want him. I want the old man. Come on somebody. I want Simon, not Peter, and I want—I want to shake up Simon because I know he's not going to be able to handle it. I know Simon ain't going to be handled. In fact, uh, verse thirty-one says, "Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat." That sifting is shaking. He wants, he's going to shake you up. He comes to shake you up, to break you up. He comes to sh- rattle you, to baffle you. And, and, and you know, the reality is we all have a bit of a split personality. Some a little bit more than others. We all have a bit of a split personality. We have the old self and the new self. When you get tested... You're going to get tested in 2023. Who are you going to allow to respond to the test, the old self or the new self? When you get tested, who are you going to allow to respond, the old self or the new self? When you get in an argument with your spouse, who's going to respond, the old self or the new self? When you get in a disagreement at work, who are you going to let respond, the old self or the new self? When you get cut off on the freeway ain't nobody around and you ain't nobody around and you know you got worship music playing who are you gonna allow to respond the old self or the new self I got some I got some advice for somebody don't let the old self take the test don't let the old self take the test. In fact, Ephesians 4, verse 22 says, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. He so said, Throw it off. Throw off that old self. That's not me no more. That's not me no more. Throw it off. That's not me anymore. I'm not living according to the old nature. I'm not living according to the old self no more. I'm under new management in the name of Jesus. I'm I'm under new management. And my brothers and sisters, this is not an easy thing to do. That's why we're starting off 2023 fasting and praying. We're starting off fasting and praying because fasting helps to crucify the old self. Fasting helps to dominate the old self. Fasting helps to keep the old self in the grave. Remember when you got water baptized? The water represented the grave. And when you went down into that water, that old self died symbolically in that water. But every now and then, if we talk like family, that old thing kind of pops on out. Pops on out at the wrong time, too, at your work, almost gets you fired in a relationship, and it pops on out. Fasting helps us to keep the old self in the grave so that the new self can lead our life into the blessings of God. And so I'm, I'm challenging the church. I'm calling the church to prayer and fasting in the month of January so that we can uh, 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 dominate the old self, so that we can get the old self to submit to God. In fact, in Romans chapter 6, verse 13, it says, do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin." Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body. Whole body is an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Listen, your number one enemy most of the time is yourself. It's the person you look in the mirror every morning. He or she tries to lead you into sin, lead you away from God, and you got to learn how to check That individual you got to learn how to dominate that individual and you got to learn how to keep that individual in the grave and fasting helps you to live by the new person in Christ Jesus it's that old self that leads you to do drugs it's that old self that leads you to get high it's that old self that leads you back into your way of lifestyle so we're calling the church to fast and we got three options that you could choose from three Options. Um, one, if you want to do a Daniel fast, that's going to be an option. Uh, you could see uh, Pastor Irene. Where's Pastor Irene? She's over there. You could raise. She's raising her hand. the The second option is um, we're going to be fasting on Wednesdays and Thursdays only. Breakfast and lunch only. That's the second option. The third option is going to be just Wednesdays, breakfast, and lunch only. So you have three options. Choose one option. Let's go to the next level in the kingdom of God and start dominating our old nature so that the new nature can blossom in 2023. We're going to be dedicating our Thursday nights to prayer and worship right here in the sanctuary. You could bring your kids, even your teenagers, uh, but the adults will be in the sanctuary and we'll be praying and worshiping in the month of January uh, for our fasting and praying. And I'm believing that this is going to set the course of our entire year. I'm excited for God to do new things in our church. Someone shout amen. That old self that old self, it, it comes and tries to uh, entangle us and it and, and imprisons us. I saw this. I saw this in plain sight recently with uh, in my home. I, 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 have, a, I have a dog. Uh, his his name is Tank. And I want to show you. I don't know if we have the picture of Tank. No, not that one. Not that one. The first one right there, right there. That's that's Tank on the right side. He's a German shepherd, and um, he's about three years old. We got him right before the pandemic, and Tank is a cool dude. Every once in a while, he'd be tripping, but he's he's a cool dude, and he grew up in our house. Like, our house is his domain, right, and that's all he knows is our house, and so he don't really have no friends, so uh, I, I have a friend that has a rock waller named blue who's on the side right there and so i got this great idea one day well let's let's have blue and tank become friends and i didn't know i'm not like a dog trainer and i just invited like i did like well one of my friends come into my house right and i invited blue into the house which uh it's probably the first mistake right there Because I didn't realize Tank was so insecure. He was so insecure because he didn't want Blue to walk around nowhere in his house. And Blue is a puppy. He's like two years old, but he's strong. He doesn't even know his own strength. He's big, and he's just happy. He's just a happy, low-go-lucky guy. He just wants to be hugged and petted. Like, if you pet him, he'll stop. But he jumps everywhere. He jumps everywhere. He doesn't know his own strength. And so Blue gets let loose in the house, and he's running around everywhere. And Tank is right there on his back. Tank is right there following him around. And you know what Tank is doing? He's waiting to bite him in the neck. He follows him around with his mouth open. Everywhere he goes, he won't let Blue have peace in the house. And then when we let him outside, uh, 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 the uh, Blue uh, Tank begins to try to uh, bite him. But listen, every now and then, Then Blue will get fed up. Every now and then, Blue will catch an attitude. And I'm telling you, when Blue comes into his own and he snaps back at Tank, all of a sudden, the big Tank is, I want to show you this picture. Because every now and then, Blue will snap back at Tank. And Tank will go running with his tail between his legs. Because Blue don't realize how strong he is. But in those moments, boy telling you you don't know how strong you are <laughs> greater is he that is in you than is in the world the power of the holy spirit resides in you you just got to catch an attitude not with your spouse but with the devil not with your coworker, but with the kingdom of darkness you got to catch an attitude and you got to pick up that name of jesus and bark back every once in a while someone shout amen You don't know how strong you are. So so don't allow the old person to take the test. Secondly, I would encourage us, we have real spiritual enemies. We have real spiritual enemies. In verse 31, it says, Satan has asked for you. It didn't say Satan asked about you. It didn't say Satan is thinking about you. It says, Satan has asked for you. That's shocking right there. We got to think about that for a moment. Because Satan is not a mystical uh, or mythical person. Satan is not an invention or he's not someone who runs around with a red jumpsuit and a pitchfork. No, he's a real spiritual being set out to cause havoc in this world. The Bible teaches That Satan is a liar, that he's a tempter, and that he's a murderer. The Bible teaches that he is the prince of evil, and he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we believe, according to the Bible, that Satan was kicked out of heaven because of pride. In fact, we believe, according to the Bible, he convinced one-third of the angels to, to follow after him. And one-third of the angels got kicked out of heaven because they followed after Satan. Mm, that, ought to, that ought to teach you something right there. Stop listening to the devil. If he can convince one-third of the angels to follow him, how many more men or women could he convince to follow him? Jesus said in Luke that he saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Luke chapter 10, he said, I, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And the name of Satan means accuser or adversary. Accuser or adversary. And Satan opposes the kingdom of God. He opposes the believer in God. He opposes the things of God, the people of God, the preaching of the gospel. He opposes us. uh, He's been opposing us ever since God created us in his image and likeness because he wanted to be like that. God turned around and made us how he wanted to be, and there was green in his eyes, envy in his eyes, and ever since that moment, he's been attacking us and pulling us into uh, prisoners of war. In fact, Revelations 12, 17 gives us insight into this um, opposition. It says, then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offsprings. Those who keep God's commands and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. He's sent to wage war. Now there's one thing you got to understand about Satan is that he's not omnipresent. That means he's not everywhere at one time. But he works through fallen angels that the Bible identifies as demons. And we cannot lose sight, my brothers and sisters, that there's a war going on against the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. We cannot lose sight, my brothers and sisters, that there are dark forces working against us. Cannot lose sight of that. There's dark forces working to oppose us. There's dark forces working to get us to compromise our faith. There's dark forces working to divide us whether in our family or in our church. There's dark forces, man. You did if you didn't even see half of what came at you at 2022. You didn't see half of what the devil threw. If you really saw what the devil threw at you at 2021, 2022, and you would be praising God with backflips right now because you're still here. There's dark forces that work against us. I remember when my wife and I were preparing to start Chapel of Change. We didn't know it was going to be like this, or we believed, but we we didn't realize all that God was going to do. And I remember before we started a Chapel of Change, me and my wife got into an argument, and we got into a lively discussion. And in in the midst of that argument, I told my wife, "Well, do you want us to start at the church or not start the church? Let me know right now because we will not." do it. And in the midst of those words, my wife will attest that she saw the face of a demon. Not on me. <laughs> Not on me. Let's clarify that. But in the room, she saw the face of a demon. There's dark forces working against the advancement of the kingdom of God. And we, got, we can't lose sight of that. The apostle Peter is the one who said in 1 Peter chapter 2, he says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And then in verse 9, he says, resist him steadfast in the faith. I want you to notice that. He says, resist him steadfast in the faith. Notice that. He doesn't say resist them in your strength. He doesn't say re- resist them in your power. He doesn't say resist them with your intellect. He says resist them in your faith, in your, in your trust in the truth, in your standing on the truth of God's word, in your faith, in your belief of the truth of God's word. Let me, let me teach you something. Fate, fighting Satan is not a power struggle as much as it is a truth struggle. It's not a power struggle as much as it is a true struggle. Listen, Satan has been defeated 2,000 years ago through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus broke the back of Satan through his life, death, and resurrection. So it's not so much a power struggle. He doesn't say resist them in your power. He says resist them in the faith. Trusting the truth, believing in the truth. And so the enemy comes as a thief, as a liar, as a deceiver. And he gets us to fall for lies so that he could open up doors in our life in which demons can come in and set up strongholds. Did you catch that? He gets us to fall for lies. He, he stabs our minds with misconceptions and exaggerations. And he gets us to fall for lies so that we could open up doors so that demons can come in and set up strongholds. That's why Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4, don't give the devil a foothold. Don't give the devil a foothold. Because when you give the devil a foothold, he establishes a stronghold. A stronghold is an area where the enemy dominates you. There's certain things that people are going through. It's not a behavioral issue. It's a demon issue. There's certain things that it's not a behavioral issue because you've been doing that for 30 years. You haven't been able to break that. For 20 years, you haven't been able to break that. It's no longer a behavioral issue. It's a demon issue because it was a door issue that you opened up. And you never shut it. When you give the devil a foothold, he'll establish a stronghold and you'll be dealing with demons because of that open door. And so what are some open doors that we may need to shut? Maybe somebody opened a door in 2022. Listen, you don't want to go into 2023 with an open door. What are some of the doors that maybe we have opened up? Can I, can I share with you a couple of them? One is unchecked anger, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Unchecked anger, bitterness, and unforgiveness left lingering will turn into a stronghold. Unforgiveness left lingering will attract demons into your life. And it will torment you according to what Jesus said if you don't have mercy they will torment you and it will be as if you're in prison but you're out in the world because unforgiveness left lingering left lingering left lingering attracts demons it's an open door are you following along certain type of movies opens doors to demons oh yeah certain type of movies he's the principality of the air Certain type of movies, you watch certain movies. And please, please don't show your kids just any movies uh, that, that, that you think are okay. Every movie you allow your kid to watch is a sermon that is shaping their morals and their values and is opening a door or closing a door into their life. Movies can be an open door. Uh, let me tell you, um, certain songs can be an open door. Certain songs, scholars believe that Satan was the lead worshiper in, in heaven. According to Isaiah, they believe he led worship in heaven. So if he got kicked out of heaven and, and he perverts that which he's good at, what is he going to pervert? Worship, music. Certain music opens doors to the demonic in, our li- in your life. Remember, he's the prince of the of the air. Of the air, are you following along? I'm trying to get somebody to delivered today. Um, can I take you deeper? Sex out of marriage opens doors to demons. Promiscuity opens doors to demons. Think about this. Every person you had sex with, you also—you didn't realize this—had sex with who they had sex with. And who they had sex with. And you expose yourself to them, 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 and them. And you don't even, and now you're wondering why you're depressed and you're wondering why you're thinking a certain pattern away is because you opened a door. Somebody needs to repent. If you are living a promiscuous life in 2022, somebody needs to renounce and repent to be delivered. Maybe something is attached to you. Open doors. We have a real enemy. You know what else can be a a door uh, to a demon? I'll tell you what else can be a door to a demon is this cell phone. This cell phone can be a door to a demon. Right in your hand, right in your pocket, right in your purse, walking around with you. Walking around with you. Hello, walking around with you. The cell phone can be an open door to a demon. And so many people are imprisoned by their cell phone. That's why it's called a cell. Hello? Hello? I know you guys don't know about cells, but cell, 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 prison, cell, phone. Uh, so so many of us we 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 bow our heads more to the phone than we do God uh, we don't even bow our head when we pray it at our meal but all day long we like this hello he's a principality of the air he's a deceiver it's not really a power struggle it's a truth struggle psychics palm readers i want to say one one more and i say this as family okay can i talk like family y'all know i love you cuz i want to shut some doors i want to shut some doors unrepented abortions open the doors to demons if you had an abortion in 2022, maybe even 2021, and you never repented, you never came before God, we have women here who will walk with you and pray with you and, and help you experience deliverance so that you can shut the door. Someone shall shut the door. Someone shall shut the door. Come on, we're going go to go into 2023 with the doors shut in the name of Jesus. Now, if you, if you have opened doors to demons in 2022, I got news for you. I got news for you. I got good news. Listen, fasting shuts the doors on the devil. If you have opened doors, I got good news. Fasting shuts the doors on the devil's. Isaiah 58 verse 6 says, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bounds of the wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break, get this, break, 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 break every yoke. I believe that through our fasting together, you choose one option. You want to do a Daniel fast. You want to fast Wednesday or Thursday breakfast and lunch only or just Wednesdays breakfast and lunch only. Give yourself to prayer Thursday nights. I believe that God is going to break the chains of the devil upon our life. And he's going to shut any door. There may be some doors you don't even know that are open. And he's going to shut some doors so that you could be free. In Jesus name, I encourage you to fast and pray with us for the shutting of doors. Listen, God has called our church to help people move from the power of darkness to the power of God. That's part of our purpose at Chapel of Change is to help you to break the shackles of the demons off of your life and so that you could be free to give God glory and honor and live for him. Part of our purpose help people to experience the power of God and fasting releases the power of God it releases the power of God in our life and as I close just one more thing I want to share one last thing as you as you enter into 2023 never forget this never forget this Jesus got you covered Jesus got you covered don't forget that no matter what you go through in 2023, don't forget that Jesus got you covered. He told Peter, He didn't even give Peter a chance to think about what the devil said. He immediately jumped on that attack in his mind and said, Don't worry about Peter. Uh, uh, Peter, I've been praying for you. I've already prayed for you. And let me tell you, when Jesus prays for you, you're gonna win. When Jesus prays for you, you're gonna make it. When Jesus prays for you, you're gonna get across the finish line. When Jesus prays, for you. It's a beautiful picture of Jesus. says, I prayed for you. I got you covered. Listen, the reason why we made it through 2022, and some of y'all went through hell and high water in 2022, but the reason why you made it is because Jesus covered you. He covered you with his blood. He covered you with his blessing. He covered you with his protection. Jesus covered you. And now we stand here. Why? To praise the Lord and to worship the Lord and give glory to God. I I love what Jesus does. This is a beautiful picture. Jesus, before Peter even falls... Jesus gives him a vision for his life. Listen to what Jesus says. He says, when you turn back to me, I want you to strengthen your brethren. Peter didn't even fall yet. He didn't even disobey yet. Listen to what Jesus says to Peter. He says, when you return to me... Strengthen your brethren. Peter Jesus gives Peter vision for his life even before he falls into sin. He gives him vision. For his life, Listen, this is what Jesus does. He goes to the end of Peter's life because he sees the beginning from the end. He sees the beginning from the end. He sees Peter serving him. He sees Peter giving his life for him. He sees Peter being used significantly for him. Jesus goes to the end of his life and he goes to the beginning of Peter's life and says, listen, let me show you what's going to happen in the end. Let me show you what's going to happen with your life. You're going to be strengthening your brethren. You're going to use what the devil thrown at you against you and I'm going to turn it around for good and what happened to you is going to strengthen other women. What happened to you is going to strengthen other men. What you went through is going to be used to give fresh hope to other people. Your story for my glory. He takes the end to the beginning. He says, Peter, everything you go through, don't forget this. You're going to be hit. You're going to be discouraged, but don't Yes. That's why everybody who walks through Chapel of Change, we don't see them through the lens of their circumstance. We look at them through the eyes of the kingdom of God. We look at them through the eyes of faith. We don't look at them through the eyes of their circumstances. No, we say God has a plan for you. That's why every man that comes to Chapel of Change, we call him a king's man, whether they realize it or not, because that's God's vision for their life. And if they can grab a hold of the vision that God has for their life, they'll endure anything that. Devil throws at them. Jesus goes to the end and brings the end to his beginning. That's what he does with everybody. That's what he gives you vision for your life. That vision strengthens you. I believe I can be somebody. I believe this is not gonna be the end of me. I believe that's what he did for me. Does for this for everybody. This, this, is, this is what he did for me. I want to show you the picture of me in my prison cell at the age of 18, 19 years old. That's me. That's me, 18, 19 years old. That's a prison cell right there. That is not the Hyatt. That's not a four-star hotel. This is a prison cell right here. I'm 18 years old, sentenced to life in prison. I done slipped into sin. I done slipped into the darkness. I'm in the midst of hell. I'm in the belly of the beast right There. You see it with your own eyes. And Jesus came to me and said, Brian, if you serve me and don't give up, eventually I'm going to use your life to impact the world with the fresh hope of the gospel. And now here I am, 30 years later, you're watching the fulfillment of God's vision for my life. God went to my end, He took it to the beginning. Don't give up. You're going to go through hell. You're going to go through high water. You're going to be persecuted. You're going to be in the belly of the beast. But don't forget, I'm going to use what the devil thrown at you for my glory and my honor. And if you don't give up. If you don't give up, Brian, if you don't give up, Paul, if you don't give up, Samantha, if you don't give up, Jose, if you don't give up, I will use your life to strengthen others. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord honor. Give the Lord glory. Come on. We made it we made it we made it give the lord a praise break just for a couple of seconds Just thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah thank you jesus you may be seated in the presence of the lord god is good all the time did you receive any of the, anything from the lord today hallelujah. I want to I pray for just a couple people. If you need special prayer, if anything have I said that maybe have resonated in you and you just need special prayer, um, just stand to your feet. I want to pray with you right where you're at. If anybody needs special prayer for just freedom in an area, freedom in an area, I just want just to pray before we transition the order of the service and, and some of you might need extra help If you don't have a church family or you're not connected, we have pastors here, both women and men, who will walk with you. And after service, some of our pastors and leaders will be at the altar waiting. If you need to get connected or extra help, after service, you're always welcome to come to our pastors that are at the altar. But I want to pray for somebody who's standing up. The reason why you stood up is because something I said today resonated in your heart. And you want God to help you shut the door. You want God to help you shut the door. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Lift up your hands unto the Lord just as an outward sign of surrender. Just an outward sign of surrender. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I present to you your people today here at Chapel of Change. And Lord, they have stood up, Father, because your word resonated in their heart. And Father, there are some areas in their heart where they recognize they need to shut a door in, Father God. Lord, in the name of Jesus... Father, right now, as a minister of the gospel, as the son of the most high God, I utilize the name of Jesus. And I pray for everybody who stood up right now in the name of Jesus. And I help them right now to shut the door. We shut the door in the name of Jesus. We shut the door in the name of Jesus. We shut the door in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus to the, for those who are standing up that you give them grace, Father God. That you give them freedom, Lord God. We pray for freedom, Lord God. Freedom upon your people, Lord God. Freedom in their mind, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Freedom in their mind, Lord God. Father, I pray that they have the discernment to stand against the attacks on the truth of God in their life, Father God. I pray that you give them wisdom and discernment in 2023. Three, Father God, that they are no longer going to fall for the tricks of the enemy in the name of Jesus. That when the day de- demons come knocking on their door, they're not going to answer, Lord. They're going to demonstrate discernment. We pray for that discernment, Lord God. Discernment. 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 Discernment in Jesus' name discernment in Jesus name I pray for discernment in Jesus name I release discernment in the name of Jesus discernment that's how you're gonna attack the attack on the truth is discernment you need to pray for discernment discernment is knowing right from wrong discernment is knowing right from wrong when the enemy attacks your mind you got to be able to stand up in discernment resist the enemy in faith holding to the truth I pray for discernment upon your people, Lord. As you gave Solomon, Lord, give them wisdom in Jesus' name. Now look at me for a second. I have some instructions for somebody. I got some instructions for somebody. We prayed right now, and God is breaking the chains right now. But this deliverance is a cooperation between you and God. There always is a cooperation from you and God. So that means that for some of you there are physical things you need to do to maintain this freedom. Are you following along? Some of you, you need to go back to your house and you got DVDs of movies that have opened the doors of the demonic into your house. You don't even realize There's a door open in your living room. For some of you, you need to go back and destroy those DVDs. Throw them away. Throw them away. For some of you, you may have to counsel your Netflix account or any streaming account that is opening a door to the demonic. Some of you may have to do that. Some of you may have to immediately after this service, you need to Let that guy know or that girl know you're not messing with them no more. And you need to delete their number from your phone. You need to delete their number from their phone and you need to delete them pictures from your phone. You need to delete the pictures from your phone. Every one of them? Yes. Delete the number. You may even have to block that number. You may have to block that number. Someone's going to have to get serious. God is not going to spoon food, you, spoon feed you anymore. Some of y'all got to get serious. You got to cut that relationship. You got to cut, cut that relationship. 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 Some of you still got weed at your house. Some of you still got weed at your house. Some of you got that weed there. It's it's, it's in a bottle somewhere. You need to flush it down the toilet as soon as you get home. You need to flush it down the toilet as soon as you get home. Flush it down the toilet. Some of you got to get rid of that monitor for a while. You know what I'm talking about, the computer monitor, laptop. You got to get rid of it. Jesus said, for some of us, We got to, and this is metaphorical. This is not literal, but he said we got to chop off our arms. You know what that means? That means we got to get serious. We got to make big moves. Big moves. I don't know what everybody's big move is, but the Holy Spirit knows. And I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to let you know. Whatever that big move is, immediately, immediately, when you leave this church, you do it. Everybody under get you get your instructions? Yeah. You want this new year to be free? You want to experience more dimensions of, uh, of the kingdom of God in, in 2023, through 23? I'm praying, I'm believing God is revealing to you what your big move is. Immediately, don't think about it. The more you think about it, the more you're not going to do it. You got to do it. Whatever that big move is. Let me pray for you one last time. Father... I pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal to them that big move. Whatever that big move is, reveal to them, Lord God. Reveal to them that big move and give them the strength to do it. Give them the strength to do it, Lord. Give them the faith to do it. Lord, don't let them hang on to it. It's killing them. It's hurting them, Lord. It's zapping them of their spiritual energy, Lord. Give them the faith to do it. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone says amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. Praise. You may be seated. I want to welcome Pastor Martin up to lead us in our tithes
1: and offerings. Give it up for Pastor Martin. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Man, I'm telling you. Pastor, that is a tremendous message. And I think we need to hear it again and again and again. Amen. As we get ready to transition to our giving, I want to give you a scripture, and it's found in Psalms 6511. It says this, You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. I want you to find that scripture, and I want you to outline it on your own time because he's not just talking about financial but with his peace, mercy, forgiveness and endurance to remain in the will of God you give the Lord some praise the Bible says also in the book of Malachi test me in your giving try me in your giving and I come to say to you this, that God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. S- doors are being closed in your life. How about opening the windows of heaven? That's what you're giving us. Amen. As the ushers come forward, I have a few announcements. We are able to give by debit machine in the lobby. They can facilitate that for you. We can also give by envelope. They're right behind your seats. Or we can give to text to the number on the screen, or you can mail it in, or you can use the QR code on through your phone to give that way as well. You have options. Just don't open the door. Amen. Join us on our church fasting. Fasting options. The Daniel fast, see Pastor Irene. Pastor Irene, please raise your hand. Amen. On Wednesdays and Thursdays, breakfast and lunch. And on Wednesdays, you have options, just breakfast and lunch only. Midweek worship, Tuesday, 7.15 in Long Beach. Wednesday, 7.15 in Carson. And Thursday, 7.15 here in Paramount. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise because of who you are. Father, many of us have closed doors to things that we don't want in our lives. And Father, we're asking you in Jesus' name to bless our offering, God, that we bring to you humbly in Jesus' mighty name. Ushers, you are released. Amen.
0: Hallelujah, we made it. If you know anybody who needs the message that I gave today or that type of prayer, I'll be sharing the same message today at our 430 service in Carson. I would encourage you to text them, invite them, just let them know. Also, I want to call up our pastors and leaders here to the altar if you need uh, extra prayer or help. Uh, Our pastors and leaders will be available to assist you and to help you after service, so you're invited to come. I'm encouraging you to get connected to the church through uh, our fasting and our prayer, even through our midweek service Thursday night. Uh, We have midweek prayer and worship here for the month of January. We're going to do prayer and worship here in the sanctuary. If you can just come and sit in the presence of the Lord, uh, we want to do something different this year to experience something different in the Lord. Someone shout amen. So I encourage you to uh, participate in that. And then lastly, don't forget next Sunday we go back to our original Sunday schedule. Two services here on Sunday. We have our 10 a.m. service. As well as our 1230 service starting back again next Sunday. So we encourage you, let's serve the Lord together. Let's bring the kingdom down. Let's win souls and make disciples. Someone shout, Amen. So it is our tradition to close out with a blessing. Never leave the house of the Lord without receiving your blessing. So we teach our our church family. Let's lift up our hands unto the Lord in a receptive mode like this. And I'll, as just a man of God, I'll pronounce a blessing over you for this year. In the name of the Father who loves you so, so much. In the name of the Son who died that you could live. in the name of the Holy Spirit who shuts the doors in your life but opens up the windows of heaven. May you go today and throughout this year with the faith of God strengthening you and delivering you and pushing you forward. May the blessings of the Lord overtake you and may you pass your test. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Hope to see you Thursday. Go in peace.